Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm your host, Sharon McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, a boutique firm that is home to over 30 real estate sales and marketing agents who service home buyers and home sellers throughout Boston, the South Shore, the South Coast, and Cape Cod. Our firm takes pride in assisting our clients in the next chapter of their lives by taking a holistic approach to their real estate endeavors. We believe that every move should be a moving experience. Every week, my co-host Melissa Wallace and I will provide you with my team's unique marketing approach to selling homes and share with you our expertise in navigating the home buying process. We value the experience of our agents at Boston Connect Real Estate so much that not only will you hear my perspective on real estate topics, occasionally you will hear the expert thoughts and opinions of our experienced agents at Boston Connect Real Estate. Be a part of our roundtable. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and wherever you like to listen to podcasts at Talk Real Estate Roundtable. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with me at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. To all my South Shore neighbors, you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. My name is Melissa Wallace, and I am joined in our in-house studio with the one and only Sharon McNamara. Good morning. Good morning. I think that this is two Saturdays in a row I've been here. Two Saturdays in a row. We're on a streak. Yeah, thank you, rain. (laughs) That's because of all this rainy weather. Six Saturdays in a row it has rained. But I am so happy to be here, and I'm super excited on Saturdays because I get to uh, hang out and play a little bit with uh, my favorite co-host, which is you, of course. I'm your only co-host. You are my only co-host. That's yeah. It's I, like I, saying, oh, you're my favorite kid when you only have one. Well, you know what I used to say to my kids? You're my favorite 10-year-old because I only had one 10-year-old at a time. So, yeah. 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 But yeah. you know who else is my favorite? Yeah. And you know where he sits? Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, he, he, sits. Si- he sits in Marshfield and he is one of my favorites. Hello, Tim. How are you? Oh, hello. Good morning, Sharon. I'm, I'm well. That That's so nice of you. It, <laughs> it really is the truth. Like, I don't have to BS you. Like, we've known each other for all these years. Yeah. But, like, you have had so much patience with me over the years. <laughs> I have to tell you, we we have grown together. You're we like my have, son. Yes. You are <laughs> literally like my son. So I love you dearly. Oh, thank you. I love you too. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so Mel, I'm excited about today's show. You want to tell everybody what we're going to be ch- yeah. chatting about? Yeah. So um, uh, we've said this before, but a lot of the times we come up with these ideas for shows just based off of conversations that we've had in the office. So we have a lot of great opportunities for our agents to come together every week in the office and sort of just either have an open discussion that has a certain topic or, you know, even if people are just in here just working, um, you always sort of overhear something and you're like, oh, how do you deal with that and type of thing. So um, we've had a couple stories, instances, things that have gone on that maybe we need to be talking about closing day. So um, I know we we have been focusing a lot on like 
people listing their house and preparing for that and everything. Okay, so we're we're past that. We're on it. We, we're now we're moving towards closing day. So, um, Chair, and I know that you have a lot of great insight into this. Um, but yeah, we're just going to be talking about preparing for for closing day, right? Yeah, which is you know, there's a lot of things that happen in between all of the things that we do do throughout our transaction. Uh, but closing day is a big exciting day for everybody, right? Yeah. So for our clients and it's not so exciting really so so much for the sellers. I would say that it's the most stressful day for them but if you're selling and buying at the same time then it turns out to be uh, one of their favorite days. Yeah. Um, Yeah and just as like a buyer perspective like everybody knows I'm in the market to purchase the house. Um, I'm just thinking of like the day that I have a closing day and I'm like Oh, like we talked about the sign in the yard and we, so this is a sidebar, but we, we have somebody who installs our for sale signs at our listings. And sometimes, you know, the buyers of our listings are like, oh, we want the sign out immediately. And at first, like I was always kind of like, okay, like, you know, we, we have somebody who professionally takes it out, make sure that there's no, you know, there's the liability with, with taking a sign out of the ground because there's a hole in it um but i've always been like what i don't understand what the big deal is until i had the conversation with somebody of like oh yeah the day of my closing like i want to take a picture like i'm a picture person i want to take a picture outside my house i don't want to sign there literally so i um i have seen that sort of perspective now um but yeah no we are we're going to be talking about preparing for closing day um i will do a little bit of housekeeping though um we do have a couple new listings in our office and and we have two events coming up for the remainder of the year that we're going to be talking about as well. Um, we're doing our second annual uh dog trot so it's our dog costume halloween trot thing whatever we're calling it um but it's our second annual last year we had such a great turnout um i am going to be creating a facebook um invite or page uh later after the show um so if you follow us on social media boston connect real estate um you'll be able to sign up for that and um we also also have our pictures with santa so the dog trot is actually sorry it's saturday october 28th it's going to be from 12 to 2 um and it's just like so much fun this was sharon's idea last year um but we have, um, and then we have our pictures with Santa, which we've been doing that, I don't know how many years, four or five years, um, and it, we just love it. It just grows every single year. We, we just add so many great things to it. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, we're calling it our holiday open house with pictures with Santa, and that's Saturday, November 25th, so it's a Saturday after Thanksgiving. Um, it is from 9.30 to 12.30, but again, follow us in, on social media, and you'll get all of that information. Um, mm-hmm. But anyways... But Sharon, so preparing for closing day, this was sort of like, we, we sort of got the idea yesterday, but it, it was based off of all these conversations that we've been having. Okay, can you join me now? (laughs) Yep, I'm joining you. Um, I was just doing something. I'm sorry. I was so distracted. Um, So, yeah. So, you know, I came up with this idea and we were thinking about it yesterday because we have been listening to different stories of different things that are happening on closing day and what can we do. And one of the things, too, is as the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, I actually I I do a lot of different classes. I also sit on the Massachusetts Association um, of um, the Massachusetts Association of 
Realtors? Realtors, yeah. I, yeah. The grievance what committee, yeah. So I sit on the grievance committee and with the grievance committee, I get to see and hear a lot of different things that, you know, happen and whether it's a consumer that is filing a grievance against a realtor or if it's another realtor against another realtor. Um, If anybody has been paying attention to the news, you've been hearing different situations that have been going on in our association and uh, some lawsuits that have been happening, some some other things that have been happening higher up um, with, you know, the president and things like that. Well, big news this week is a couple of the larger firms have actually disconnected from uh, from being a realtor. So that that will be very interesting to see how things go when people don't have to abide by the, you know, by the code of ethics, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's sort of what, I'm not going to say for me, it isn't, it isn't what keeps me focused on doing the right thing. I mean, that's my moral compass, you know? What I always say, I went to Catholic school, like I don't follow the Ten Commandments because someone told me I had to. It's just who I am, right? Mm-hmm. So I feel the same way when it comes to the code of ethics for being a realtor, but one of the things that we're seeing and i'm just i'm going to put this out there and i'm not i'm not saying this to offend anyone we on the south shore south coast we have a ton of wonderful wonderful agents mm-hmm. do you agree mm-hmm. whether they're with yeah. boston connect or other companies the way i look at it is we all we are all you know we are all colleagues we just wear a different color logo right but you occasionally come across agents who don't actually do such a great job. And it's frustrating for the ones who are, right? So this is some of the things that have come up um, this past week and what we've been listening to. We actually had a little uh, sesh this week Mm -hmm. uh, listening to a couple of agents in our office and just the complaints of different things happening. And as I sit back and listen... I'm like, wow, there was no reason for that to be that way. It could have been different if the other agent had just done this. So um, one of the things that I do want to talk about is, uh, you know, preparing your buyer for closing. Um, I know actually um, Melissa had Jasmine and George on from Maritime Mortgage uh, a couple weeks ago. And I'm sure that they were talking about financing and everything. So the first part of the first segment we'll talk about this morning is preparing as a buyer. So we'll just take like 10 minutes, I guess, or less to just talk about, you know, the role of the buyer for the uh, closing. Yeah, I mean, the buyer is sort of responsible for, and yes, it is the loan officer's responsibility as well. That's what their job is. But like the buyer, you know, needs to get everything that they need to get for the loan mm-hmm. officer. So, like, yep. to make sure that they're securing financing. Yep. Um, so, that is their responsibility, mm-hmm. primarily. Yeah. Um, and one of the big to ones, too, is the, the uh, we talked about this when we had Jasmine and George in the office a couple weeks ago, too, was the the CD, right? So, you get yeah. that for, you know, three weeks into, uh, yeah. I mean, three days. Three days. Three days before closing. As a buyer, you should be looking for that because you have to sign, you have to yeah. sign that. And that literally just maps out every dollar that is being sort of transferred in any sort of way mm-hmm. during during closing. So yeah, you have three, you get that three days before you review it, um, sign it, and um, you know, move on to closing. But um, but yeah, I would say that the buyer's responsibility primarily for closing day is securing their financing. Um, you know, they're doing their due diligence with inspections, um, you know, home inspection or pest inspection, radon tests, um, final walkthroughs. 
those are mm-hmm. extremely important. Um, this is sort of the reason why we're talking about this. Um, we should have just say, called this whole segment like yeah. nightmares from the final closing, the, from the final walkthrough. Yeah. Um, and, and just to get back to financing for a second, you know, if you have to bring money to the table, to the closing table, mm-hmm. also being prepared for that. So knowing that you have to have a certain mm-hmm. type of check, uh, yes. no, you have to bring your ID, like just things like that. Who is the check written to? Who is the check written to? Um, very important things. And honestly, like your attorney, your loan officer, your real estate agent are the ones that are supposed mm-hmm. to be telling you what to do. So mm-hmm. you don't, you don't just show up there and say, oh, I don't. Now what? Well, now people what? have forgotten their license you know one thing um one thing that um like i said we could have called this just nightmares from you know from (laughs) from final walkthroughs but with that as you were saying a lot of times if it's anything that's going to like a bank you know that part of it or going usually it's certified funds that you need that day so be well prepared on the day of closing and if you have a 9 a.m closing guess what time banks open so i think that that's really important to discuss too is that you should be you know, prepared. Yeah. But also that that's for, you know, the, it, it's even the offer, like the offer check, the purchase and sales check, like just knowing that, or if you can do deposit link too, which is, you know, virtual, but, um, uh, but I think that final walkthrough, the most important part about that is usually you can tell how the transaction is going to go within like the first few days of the offer being accepted. So, you know, every situation is different. Every closing is different. Um, people sell houses for a number of reasons. Um, sometimes those reasons aren't the the best. Mm-hmm. Um, so the situation might be um, not so great. Mm-hmm. So you preparing for maybe there might be something that comes up (laughs) or Mm -hmm. an issue during the final walkthrough and you know as long as you're sort of prepared and know that something might might happen it usually goes a little bit more smoothly Mm -hmm. um but one of the other things too is um when it comes to the finance part is you if you're buying a house that has oil a lot of times there is an oil adjustment and and buyers are not aware of that so usually the buyer has to write a check to the seller for the remaining amount of oil. So that is one of the closing items that you need to take care of as a seller. So on both sides, you have to be prepared for that. And you usually come with you know a personal check. But I would say there are probably a lot of people who don't even have personal checks anymore, right? I do. I write a personal check. To- but you're an old soul. <laughs> yeah, I know. My Nana taught me how to write a check and balance my checkbook. I don't do that anymore, but I do write checks. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, it's the mon- the like you're purchasing a house. So the, the money part is mm-hmm. your responsibility. Yeah. Um, so just be prepared for that, I guess. Um, what else were we going to talk about with the buyers? Anything else? No. Well, final walkthrough. Just a final walkthrough, mm-hmm. yeah. So I guess that that's a little bit too is, uh, do I take this approach from the buyer perspective or do I take this approach from the seller perspective? Well, we're at buyers right now, so let's start there. Okay. So for the buyers, generally speaking, when I do a final walkthrough, um, I like to do the final walkthrough an hour before the closing. And my reason for that, and yes, it gets a bit hectic to do it that way. And then people will always say, yeah, but what if they still have things in the house? And what if, you know, something is broken? Well, that's the perfect time to actually find out. And there 
there are things we can do. And hmm, this week we've had to do it twice, um, working with buyer clients where we call our attorney and we say, knock, knock, Emmanuel, guess who? And he'll say, I was waiting for this phone call mm-hmm. <laughs> on one of them in particular anyways. And um, we can do what is called a hold back. So basically we are holding back funds from the seller until everything is cleared out of the house. So there are definitely some some pros and cons to that. I mean, the pros are you're holding the money. So if they don't show up, I mean, you have the money to get a dumpster and take care of it yourself. The con obviously is you're taking care of it yourself. So you would hope, and this is where it comes in for me, being an agent is making sure, and this has happened to us several times, never, well, once as a listing agent it has happened, but Mary and I were over there. This was two summers ago. It was boiling hot. We were both in dresses, had other appointments to go to. I think you had to pick up our slack somewhere. And Mary and I were literally in this house, like emptying boxes, I mean, packing boxes, moving them into their cars, sweeping. Yeah, I remember that. Remember that Mm -hmm. one? Yeah, like just cleaning bathrooms, doing all that. And I just think, you know what? We're getting paid a really decent compensation. And sometimes you have to do that stuff and you should be willing to do it. Yeah, I remember uh, taking a sponge and taking <laughs> cleaning cleaning walls, uh, uh, spaghetti sauce off of walls during a final walkthrough. <laughs> oh, don't mind me, just <laughs> just get the spaghetti sauce. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, like I said, like just prepare. Like the expect if the expectation is there, is not so much of a shock when mm-hmm. it does not go well. So, um, and I don't mean just always prepare for the worst. It's always like just just be cautious. Mm-hmm. Um, because things happen. Um, generally, you don't realize how many, how much stuff you have until you start to move it or to mm. start to get rid of it. So, um, yeah, it can be, it can be tough. <laughs> you know, I'm glad that you said that though, because I actually did say that, and I try to give people grace on the other side. And when they say, you know when they're not done it's like you never know it like it do, it seems like it's not a lot until you have to put it all mm-hmm. in boxes mm-hmm. but that's where i say the listing agent needs to really be in contact and in communication with their seller and saying you know what i know it doesn't look like a lot but i promise you that day of when you're cleaning out that junk drawer and when you're yeah. cleaning out every other yeah. drawer that you own it is a lot and it builds up and then you run out of boxes you run out of tape you run out of all these things so you definitely should start sooner than later and i think that that is our responsibility as a listing agent is going over to the house periodically and saying okay how are you making out we're closing in two weeks what can i do to help you yeah yeah i Mm -hmm. i agree i mean that's part of being the listing agent so yeah um i was gonna say something else too about that final walkthrough well there's a lot more to say about that uh final walkthrough and um what was it going to be? Sorry, I'm so distracted. Yeah, you're super distracted today. Yep. Um, so, yeah. So, just explaining the significance of a final walkthrough oh, as yes. a buyer. So, so, the reason why I want to do that the day of closing, and generally speaking, an hour before closing, is yes, you want to make sure that everything's out of the house. But more importantly, you want to make sure that the water heater didn't go in the, you know, the night before. Mm-hmm. Once you pass papers, that house is yours. So, if you do, and I do see as a listing agent, sometimes they'll come and they'll say, oh, we want to do the closing a day before. Or if it's a vacant property, we want to do it a couple days before because it works for everybody's schedule. That's one thing I need to know is... 
when you're buying a house, don't you think your schedule basically should be open for the most part? Like, yeah. I have to do as this. As much as you need to work to purchase a house, like, yeah. you need to take some time off, too, <laughs> in order to, like, get the, these things done. Yeah. I never really understood that. Me either. Um, actually, um, we're almost getting to 830, but before that, I want to give our phone number out, 781-837-4900. We had a couple great callers last week, so thank you to, I think it was... Uh, Jean and John. Yeah. Jean and John. 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 Yeah, John. Uh, 781-837-4900. If you have any questions for us regarding real estate in general, feel free to call us. But if you have any like stories that you want to share with us about your final walkthrough, uh, definitely give us a call here at the studio. 781-837-4900. So back to with the buyer. And you also want to make sure too, like... You know, maybe you're on a little cul-de-sac and maybe there's a bunch of kids that are playing baseball out in there. You want to sort of make sure that maybe a baseball didn't go through that front window. I've never seen that, but you never know. So that's the reason why I like to do it the morning of. Now, I know with my niece, I don't know if she'll be on with after. So uh, usually she's on after this show. For some reason or another, we did her final walkthrough the night before Mm -hmm. when she was purchasing her house in Marshfield. And the the garage was packed jammed with furniture and like stuff Mm -hmm. and the seller was actually still there as we were coming in and seemed like a very nice guy i'm not even to this day i'm not saying he wasn't i think he had good intentions but he was like all of this will be out of here by the morning and lo and behold we went to closing the next morning and what do you think was there when we got there uh, everything in the garage? Everything in the garage, yeah. And then I started to, with my little Dorchester attitude, drag everything out and drag it down the hill and put it on the end. But then I was told that I can't do that because I'm touching somebody else's personal items. That is on a property that they no longer own? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah, if any of our attorneys are listening, I'd love yeah. to know the reason behind that one. Yeah, and their their reason would be, it depends. Mm-hmm. They, they, that's all I say. It depends. Yeah. Every situation is different. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that that sort of like blows my mind. But you know what? what? Why didn't you go to the house the morning of? I should have. Yeah. I, I really should have. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I just should have. And I just didn't think it through, I guess. I mean, she was very persistent that she wanted to do it the night before. And that's what we did. And the guy really seemed like, I mean, the agent that I was working with was very good. Um, He seemed very honest. And then when we got there, it just wasn't. And it was a pain because now her moving truck was there. I was there. Mark was there. I remember that was another like 90 degree day. And I'm like, can we close for the summer? Yeah, I, I just remember you and I cleaning out. Mary was there too, cleaning out a house um, a couple of years ago. Um, I'll just say it was in Pembroke, mm-hmm. um, but it was so hot. And then all of a sudden, you like pulled this light down, and it looked like a snake. And you were like, "Is this a snake?" Yeah. Like, no, it's a whole light thing. Uh, yeah, where was that? Oh yeah, that was that same house I think that we were talking about. Was it the same one? No, um, but yeah, it was. It was. They had some plant planters outside that were very interesting hmm. um, that we needed to get rid of as well. So. Yeah, we're really seen it all haven't we we really have well in that one house they had like a kitty like it was a kitty cat like uh toilet brush holder (laughs) and i had to move it and it was like first of all i'm not a huge fan of cats everybody sort of knows that they just show up i mean cats are you know they're yeah they're they're nice but like i don't want to i don't want to hurt them but they just sort of show up so now here i am moving like a dirty you can't see them yeah i know i mean you can't hear them yeah that's what i don't like (laughs) Like, my gosh yeah that's why i don't like ghosts either i can't hear them (laughs) (laughs) 
So, um, but that I had to move that as well. So those are the reasons why, you know, if you are purchasing a house, that's why I highly suggest that my clients will do the closing an hour beforehand. One of the things that's really important, and Mary made a a good point about this earlier um, yesterday when we were talking about what our topic was going to be, and she had a walkthrough yesterday. And I think as an agent or as a buyer, make sure your agent is doing this and make sure you're doing this because this happened to me early in my career as well. Um, Make sure you're taking a good landscape of the landscape, so to speak. Yeah. So go out and look behind the sheds. Look and and maybe even take pictures so they're time stamped. It's so easy to do that these days. Take some pictures and see how the house is because that's what the purchase and sales agreement says is that this house is going to be delivered to you in the same condition that you found it. So I know we're going to take a break in a second, so we'll end with this part right now. So even though I haven't made it to a closing day yet, just yet, and I haven't done a final walkthrough just yet, but me as a buyer, when I'm going through a house, I've been very fortunate the past few months that like I've been able to look at houses multiple times before mm-hmm. putting in an offer. And then you bring in your crew. So yeah, well, I even bring in my crew beforehand. So um, <laughs> usually I don't go alone, but sometimes I, I do go initially, but then I'm always FaceTiming you or Mm -hmm. I'm FaceTiming Mary, FaceTiming Mark. Mm -hmm. You know, Matt Mahoney has come with me. Kristen Howlett, both Mm -hmm. full-time realtors here at Boston Connect Real Estate have come with me. Um, So, you know, I'm roping in the crew and then once I'm like, okay, yes, I'll put, I want to put in an offer, then you guys actually physically come to the houses Mm -hmm. with me. But I've, I've, I've also been taking pictures along the way. So like I can go back and be like, okay, this was like this. This wasn't like this, you know, and, and even though, you know, I'm not moving forward with these properties, it's always a good practice to start like getting into. So mm-hmm. if you are a buyer out there, like just take some pictures or make sure that, you know, you have a second set of eyes on it because yes, Mary did a great job of walking far back where, you know, might have the woods might have started or whatever, but like it was completely filled with stuff that should not have been there. Mm-hmm. Had she not walked past there, she wouldn't have known. And that was super important for mm-hmm. the buyer and really for the sellers to get rid of it. So So we're going to take our break at 8.30 right now. We're just a little bit past that. But when we come back, we are going to definitely get more into that story and some others. And we're going to talk about the significance of the final walkthrough and what the expectations are of the seller um, to make that closing day go seamlessly for everybody involved. So we will be right back. Let's face it, we all get to the point in our lives when our current home no longer suits our everyday needs. With ever-changing living dynamics, addressing your future is all about right-sizing. You know, finding the right-size home for you right now. Are you finding yourself in an unexpected circumstance? Are you worried about a loved one living alone? Does multi-generational living make the most sense for you? Let us help you find the right size for you right now. I'm Sharon McNamara, the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team or one of the dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with us at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Let's face it. We all get to the point in our lives when our current home no longer suits our everyday needs. With ever-changing living dynamics, addressing your future is all about right-sizing. You know, finding the right-size home for you right now. Are the walls echoing because your house is feeling a little less full? 
Are you realizing that you have more space than you actually need? Are your storage areas filled with everybody else's cherished memories? Let us help you find the right size for you right now. I'm Sharon McNamara, the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team or one of the dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with us at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. We now return to Talk Real Estate, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services on 95.9 WATD. And we are back. You are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. My name is Melissa Wallace, and I'm joined in studio with Sharon McNamara. What's this music? Rocking with the rhythm of the rain. Oh, I don't know. It's the Judds. Oh, it's I'm like Naomi and Winona. Oh, yeah, <laughs> rocking with the rhythm of the rain. We got some rain coming today. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute, are we back? Yes, oh, you're back. Don't worry. Yep. Oh, you're, you're I know. On. I should. I should have known you were being sneaky. Yes. Uh, yeah. No, we love. We love this. Yeah. I don't know the song, but I will listen to this after. Uh, I think. When, what, if you don't mind me asking, Melissa, what year were you born? I was born in 1991. Uh, you're. This song's about <laughs> as old as you are. Maybe a little bit younger. I'm sure yeah. my, my mom is listening, so I'm sure my mom knows it. I'm yeah. sure she's typing away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. One, one, of their, one of their many, many hits. Yeah. Great, great yeah. Group, yeah. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. Again, my name is Melissa Wallace, and I'm joined with my co-host, broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, Sharon McNamara. Hello. 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 I'm Mac. How yes. are you? I'm doing Actually, fun fact, it was released, the album, October 30th, 1985. Oh, so older than me. Yeah, (laughs) it's a little bit younger than me, so it's right in the middle. October 30th. I was a junior in high school. All right. Oh, wow. All right. In in 1985? Yeah. I don't, my parents hadn't even met yet. (laughs) (laughs) You weren't even thought of. I weren't even, I wasn't even a thought. Um, Yeah, yeah. So, Go go ninety one, um, but yeah. So we again, we're talk real estate roundtable, and we just keep it real, and mm-hmm. we're just talking about just nonsense. But um, but yeah, no tonight or today. Oh my gosh, is it Tuesday night? No, it's Saturday morning, it and we're Saturday talking morning. for we're talking about preparing for closing day. Yes, um, and you have a story or two. I have a couple stories, but I also too am one of the things I've been doing is checking out something on Clubhouse, and I asked Emmy Flaherty, who is a full time real estate agent here at Boston Connect, to join me. Through through that app to see if she can uh, hear me and we can hear her. So, uh, Emmy, if you're there, I'd love you to unmike and uh, say hello this morning. No. Nope, she's not yeah. unmiking, so she doesn't want to say hello. Maybe she's in a place where she can't, yeah. that's why. So, um, but she said she can hear us loud and loud and clear. Nice. Um, yeah, so you have a couple stories? Yeah, so, you know, this is the, the, the nightmare stories that come with the final closing day, and it's so important. And one of the interesting things that happened to us this past week was you really, as a buyer, there isn't much recourse that you have. I mean, other than maybe some threats, whether they're idle threats or not. 
um, you know, if you plan a closing, I always say to try to not make your closing on a Friday. Make it on a Wednesday or a Thursday because mm-hmm. then you have a couple hiccup days to like make up some speed there or to be not to lose your weekend. And that's ultimately what ended up happening. So during negotiations of this, you know, we had the buyer client. What happened during negotiations was it ended up having to close on a Friday. And all along, we were sort of concerned that the person in the house wasn't getting out you know so when you do drive-bys and you can sort of see that there's no activity ever going on you can almost tell Mary did try to get an appointment to get into the house the week before so she could just check on the progress but that access was denied now I want to talk about the legal parts of that as well because in your purchase and sales agreement it will stipulate how many times that as a buyer you have access into that home okay Mm -hmm. yeah so the appraiser counts as one which is weird to me but you know you can't buy a house without the appraiser being there unless you're paying cash so I would say I'm going to start talking to a so uh, the attorney that we use a lot is Emmanuel Ebot from Styles Law. So everybody knows Mark Styles. He's a WATD regular. Um, and geez. sorry, I just knocked our table over. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> on Facebook. Yeah, I know. Um, so like, I'm going to ask for more um, opportunities to go into the house, and one of them will be the week before closing in order to make sure that there, there is some activity going on with packing up. Yeah. So we were denied that access. Mary all along, I mean, I had spoken last week and said that we were away at Kripalu for um, a retreat, and the whole time she's like, I know that they're, I know they're not going to be out, I know they're not going to be out, I know they're not going to be out, and lo and behold, they were not out. And then it's like, all right, now we're supposed to close today. There's no way you're going to be able to get all of this stuff out of the house by the time and give us enough time to go to closing and have it recorded, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. the registries close for the most part at four. Uh, Bristol County, I think there's closes <coughs> at three on Fridays. So, you know, now here we are. So what do we do? Now our yeah. client, right? So our yeah. client has their U-Haul truck all packed up. They're staying with family, sort of an inconvenience for the family, an inconvenience for them, an inconvenience for the little baby that they have that's like five months old. So now what what do they do? They've taken work off of that day, you know. Mm-hmm. What did we do? There was nothing we could do. There's yeah. like no recourse. And then, so, okay, I promise I'll be out of the house by Saturday at five. And I was like, all right, then we should be able to do a final walkthrough on Sunday. Denied access. Yeah. Denied access. So we couldn't get into the house. And then finally, we were supposed to close on Monday and they weren't ready again on Monday. Yeah. And then we heard <clears throat> through the grapevine that there was a big party over there this past weekend, that past weekend. Yeah. So they, she had no intentions of moving out. You know what I mean? And that's one thing I don't like is don't take advantage. And I understand that people have situations going on in their own life, right? So... You know, I don't want to give huge details about this one, but, you know, it doesn't matter what's going on in your life. If this is a contractual obligation that you have is to be out of that house, then you should do that. You should abide by that, you know? So it just, you know, gave everybody a bad sort of flavor in their mouth, you know, about about that day. So then Tuesday, I think it was Tuesday, Mm -hmm. that I went over there at 9 a.m., And I was there and I felt, you know who I felt bad for? It was the parents. So this woman who was moving out, like her father was there, her mother was there cleaning the bathrooms and doing her best to like try to get along. You know, people there trying to help, but it's like, all right, get out. Yeah. (laughs) Like, get, like, (laughs) our clients literally had to take 
they took Friday off from work, Monday and Tuesday off from work. Now they don't have the weekend to move in. We actually hired our cleaner, um, house cleaner, to go over there and do a final cleaning because it wasn't yeah. really broom swept condition. So, I, I mean, we wanted to make up for that in some capacity. But one of the things that we were doing is negotiating um, a holdback because, you know, for the time that they lost at work. Now that, explain what a holdback is. Oh, so the holdback would be um, we are going to, it, it wasn't even a holdback. We were taking a, we were taking from proceeds a concession of $5,000. We asked for 10 and then we were like, we'll settle for five. $5,000 to make up for missing three days of work, mm-hmm. right? Um, miss, and then having the U-Haul all those extra days, having to stay in a hotel, right? Yeah. The inconvenience of all of that. So we were asking for $5,000 back. Mm-hmm. And right now it's probably... Uh, it didn't end up happening, but there's some other things that will happen after after the fact. You can certainly sue people, so um, most likely something like that will happen. Mm-hmm. And I weren't there things left, or is that the, the no, other? No, that's property? the other property. Uh, so that's yeah. the different one. So yeah, everything. It's been a wild. Up. It's been a wild week. Yeah. Well, when I went to the house too, and again. You know, I have compassion for people. I give grace when I feel grace is is welcomed. I mean, I'm certainly not God, but like, you know, when someone's taken advantage of you, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And when somebody takes advantage of one of my clients, I mean, this is like my baby cub, like like mama bear definitely is there and you know the girl you know that lived there she you know the air mattress was still up and there was still things you know she was still in the house and you know I know she had to get like her animals were in the house it was just like there was a lot and I understand it's hard to move out of a house but like you've had five extra days at this point Mm -hmm. you know what I mean so like my patience was sort of wearing thin because I worked for the buyer I didn't work for the seller in that capacity so and I know Mary. Mary usually is very much like, oh, I understand, blah, blah, blah. But like she had, she was at her wit's end with this one as well. Yeah. It was just being taken advantage of. And then when we heard after the fact, you weren't even moving out. You had a party. I, I can't even believe that. Like, just ask for a week extension at that point. Mm-hmm. Like, why didn't you just ask for a week extension and you just it would have solved the problem? And we could have done that, but, you know, when it comes to, you know... No, I'm saying them. Them, yeah, they could have, like, two weeks before closing, they should have probably asked for it. But when it comes to financing, I mean, that's one of the things that you have to think about is... Was there a rate lock? Because a lot of times if a seller is asking for an extension of time because they don't have enough time to move out, the rate lock ends up being on us, ends up being on the seller to pay that difference. And the rate lock, that's huge. Yeah. It's big money for people to sort of have to take care of that. So potentially that is the reason why. Um, Yeah. And like I say, like now that I have the buyer's perspective walking through a house, like it's definitely like you have to take everything into consideration. Like when when right now it's it's not cheap to purchase a house. Okay, Mm -hmm. it is not. So to, you know, go through a house that you are hoping to close on and then there might be added expenses for you. It's just yes, you should sort of expect something. But like it's tough right now. So mm-hmm. in, in no matter what time or whatever is going on, like you don't want to take on added expenses, especially if there's things that need to be done to the house anyways. Mm-hmm. So um, to take on expenses just because the seller doesn't want to do it mm-hmm. or get rid of certain things or like it can be a lot. It yeah. can be too much. Yeah. So in that one situation, um, 
you know, there was another scenario that sort of happened with that. And um, when I heard about it, I was a little dismayed about it um, because I think that people do things with good intentions. But I really do think that one thing I am begging people, whether you are working with me and Mary and Melissa or any of the agents at Boston Connect Real Estate, because I feel as if we have the best of the best and we have a lot of great agents out there, or if you are working with an agent from another company. And if you bring family members into these situations... Be sure that they understand that your real estate agent has your back. That your real estate agent is there for you and not to get involved. Yeah, that's why I loved having... um, So I had Ginny Wandell on the show with me um, on Tuesday night. She's Mm -hmm. a full-time realtor here at Boston Connect Real Estate. And I just sort of like highlighted her of like how, how I... She just approaches every situation with like a calm and a grace of like how mm-hmm. how are we going to get through this together? How are we going to get over this together? She knows her place. She knows the attorney's place. Like, and I don't mean that in like a mean way. Like, you know, know your place type of thing. But mm-hmm. like, she she definitely. I don't know. Like, I just, I love the way that Ginny does real estate. Mm-hmm. And um, and I said that on the show on Tuesday, but she, it just popped into my head when you were just saying that. Like, you just, I, it's, you, you're working together mm-hmm. to have a common goal. And that common goal is to get to the registry and mm-hmm. record. Yeah. And again, I understand when family members come in and they feel as if they can swoop in and save the day in like crisis situations. And I just, I'm begging you to please have a firm backbone with your loved ones and say, I 100% am sure that Sharon and Mary can take care of the situation. Um, Because sometimes it makes the situation worse. And that is exactly what happened in this situation. So... Um, don't think that you can save the day. You shouldn't be showing up on the seller's doorstep with pizza no, to no. try to make their life easier. You shouldn't be having uh, getting phone numbers from the seller and trying to have sidebar dialogue because yeah. you feel as if that you could be a therapist yeah. through this process and help out. It ended up hindering a lot from that, which yeah. is, is really frustrating to me because we work so hard to make sure that we're getting the most for our clients, especially in these circumstances. So please, 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 parents, aunts, uncles, brothers, sisters, cousins, and the like, just let have confidence in the real estate agent. We, we do this every day, all day. Yeah. Um, so we certainly know. Uh, you're listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. I am Sharon McNamara. I am the very proud owner of Boston Connect Real Estate located here in Pembroke Center, right across the street from Stop and Shop. Uh, so if you're in the area, you want to see what our studio looks like, you can pop in anytime. Our show times, if you want to be here during show times, we're here every Saturday morning from 8 to 9 and we are the lead-off show for all talk shows on Saturday mornings. Um, If you tuned in this morning and you're sad because you don't hear Michael, Alyssa, or um, Justin, don't worry, they'll be on from 9 to 10 today, so you will hear them uh, a little... After us. After us, yeah. So yeah, And we're live Tuesday nights, too. Yeah, and we're live Tuesday nights, and (laughs) Melissa takes Tuesday nights, and she has um, an array of different co-hosts with her, so uh, usually an agent from Boston Connect Real Estate, and you've been doing a great job giving me Tuesday nights off. Thank you. Yeah, so every Tuesday night, 6.15 to 7. But you can always go to talkrealestateroundtable.com to listen to any of our past shows or go mm-hmm. to your podcast app, talk, talk Real Estate Roundtable. Yeah. Um, yeah, so sellers. 
Yeah, sellers. Okay. Do you want to give the phone number one more yeah, time? Yeah, sure. 781-837-4900 is the number to the studio. Tim is anxiously waiting for your phone call. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, but not you. too anxious. I'm not pretty too, calm. But not too anxious. <laughs> calmly yeah. waiting for the he's, call. He's calmly yes. waiting, but he's got he's got the his finger on the on the pulse right there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, sellers? Seller? Preparing your seller? Yeah. Do you have anything uh, else to say about buyer? Well, yeah, well, with the buyers, I think we, we sort of hit upon it a little bit right before our 8.30 break was another sort of story. And the reason why I tell you bad stories is because that's where we learn the most from. So um, one of the situations that Mary had um, this week was um, she went to a final walkthrough and the parties sort of know each other just because it's the same town, you know. So um, they sort of know each other and, I mean, they don't hang out or anything, but they're familiar with each other. Mm -hmm. They know who each other are. And there were some things that were left behind in the buyer's perspective at first was like, I don't really want to make this a big deal. It will be awkward. Like if we see each other out or anything like that, you know, we bump each other at the, you know, I would have been like, it should be awkward for the other person because they just left all this garbage. (laughs) I know. I'm sorry. You literally just brought me back to like the online dating conversation we were having yesterday. Somebody somebody was telling us a story in the office about online dating. Melissa's like, my cat is calling. I gotta go. Yeah. (laughs) Just a sidebar. Yeah. Somebody was telling us about a a not so great date that they were on (laughs) and like the the person had said something to our friend and I I said, okay, if I was you, I would have been like, oh, I'm so sorry my cat just called me she's not feeling well I have to go home I have to go home and walk I forgot to let my fish out I'm sorry like I I gotta go like this date is horrible but I hear uh, a I hear a ring no no that I was that was the cat calling Oh, yeah, oh. I was, yeah, I just playing along. That's Zoe. Oh, you know what, Sharon? Sorry, Zoe just called. Zoe, I have Zoe to go. Have to to go. go. <laughs> we have ten minutes left. Oh, um, but yeah, no, that was yeah, that was. That, so whatever you just said prompted me to think of that yeah. story. So, yeah, <laughs> even if you're like just in the area and you want to hang out, this is literally a sitcom. We could make a sitcom out of this. Chairs had a bar. We have a real estate office. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but when we were talking about um, being, so the the buyer was like, "Oh, Mary, I just feel a little awkward. I don't want to do that." But Mary on the other other side was like nope this is what my job is I, this is my baby cub and she started taking pictures of everything and then when she called the other agent and the other agent was a great agent by the way so it's really nice when you are working with somebody on the other end unfortunately in the other situation the agent was like MIA like couldn't get in touch with the agent Jess Page just went through a situation exactly the same thing and I have to call the managers of these companies and say what is going on here Yeah, but you know Mary was you know Mary was talking to the other agent. What Mary did do, though, is she took a bunch of pictures and behind the shed during, you know, the showing, Mary went behind the shed. She knew that there was nothing left behind there. When she showed up that day, there was, like, a broken down trampoline. Well, she had said that there were certain things that were some places, because I remember her saying yesterday, like, she knew that, like, these things needed to be, like, Mm -hmm. because even at the showing or the open house, like I said, hey, like, are those things all going to be taken care of, moved out, whatever. And, and the listing agent said yes. But I think it was added to. Yes. And things were added to and moved, like, mm-hmm. all behind the shed. Yeah. So Mary took a bunch of pictures, sent them over to Emmanuel, and, you know, we requested a whole back and everything for that. You know, hey, you come and get your stuff out of here. But when she talked to the other agent, the other agent's response was, oh, well, those were things that were here when they purchased the house. P.S., 
This is why when you're a buyer on that final walkthrough, you want everything out because you do not have the opportunity to just leave it there because the person before you left it there when you go to sell your house. Yeah. So don't take on that problem. Yeah. And when they bought that house, shame on them, their buyer's agent should have said, hey, I don't want this, you know, barrel in the backyard. This Trampoline. Big, yeah, trampoline. I don't want this stuff in my yard. Like, you get rid of it. And I think a lot of times sellers were like, oh, I'm going to leave the paint in case they want to touch it up. You should be discussing that before. The closing date, because they may want to repaint the entire house. Well, I think part of the issue was that they had been speaking privately. Yes. Yes. Yes, they were. Yes. So the buyer and the seller, since they did have, you know, sort of an acquaintance, they had, they got each other's numbers and they were texting each other. Do you want the curtains? Do you want this? Do you want that? And I think... You shouldn't do That's that either. That's not how it works. It isn't how yeah. it works. And two, because now if you get in a situation with, even let's just say all the window treatments, you show up and you're like, hey, Sharon, you know, they told me that they were going to leave all the window treatments. And then we pull out the purchase and sales agreement on our phone and say, you know, window treatments were not included in the purchase and sales agreement. And then you say, oh, no, well, I was talking to her offline because we know each other. And she said that she would leave me the the window treatments. That is not specific enough you need to have it in the purchase and sales agreement because you have no recourse at that point. But Mary, when Mary was talking to the other agent, you know, she said, you know, I have pictures of what it looked like before and I have pictures of what it looks like now. So I think that that's a really, really, really good tip for anybody who is showing properties. Yeah. Um, We only have like seven more minutes left. So That went by fast. I know. You know what? Um, Actually, I can see that Mary uh, joined us. I'm going to see, I'm going to invite her up to speak, but I don't know if she knows how to do that. (laughs) She's not very (laughs) techy. Well, while we're waiting for Mary, just final sort of thoughts because, you know, we have some open houses and some, some other house cleaning mm-hmm. that we can get through but yeah. I mean we could do 8,000 shows on this yeah. <laughs> I don't know if anybody would want to listen to 8,000 shows on it but yeah. Um, but yeah so there it, it's not always rainbows and butterflies yeah <laughs> well one of the things for your final walkthrough that I want to make sure too is as a buyer uh, one of the things you want to do and even as a seller just so you can confirm that things are working properly run the microwave and take a video of it you know do the appliances that are being left behind show that they are working at the time that you're leaving and as a buyer's agent, you know, I, I guess I've never, you know, you sort of have to go into these things thinking, you know, the seller is going to be fair and reasonable. And if the microwave should have broken in between us putting in the, you know, the offer to purchase and sales, home inspection, and it's not working, you would hope that they would tell you. Um, but I did have a situation this year where my client called me a couple of days later and said, hey, we just realized the microwave isn't working. Yeah. So now I do know that we did have a bunch of storms. I really, truly do not think it had anything to do with the seller that knew or anything yeah. like that. I think it was just coincidental that there was like a power surge. Yeah. And that's I think why that's what happened to our microwave. <laughs> we have not had a microwave for like two oh, years. Really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I think the, it went out during the storm and just like never came back yeah, to life. Yeah, so power surge sometimes happens. So as you're a buyer, I would definitely walk through, check the microwave, make sure it's working because once you sign the papers, you own that problem, Yeah, right? Yeah. Um, so check all of that. Plumbing and electrical, I mean, it's it's really hard to do that. You know, it isn't like a full-blown home inspection that day of, uh, but certainly I did hear somebody talking recently. I don't think it was even in our office, but I heard it somewhere. They got their day of AC isn't working. So you want to make sure that everything is in working condition. I guess if I was a seller, 
I would I would actually do that. I would run my AC depending on what time of year it is. Video, this is time stamped. This was working at this time. Uh, then it just sort of keeps you safe too, right? Yeah. You can say, I'm sorry, yeah. I don't know what yeah. happened in between. Um, and then there's so many other things that you have to be prepared for for the day of closing. So we take care of the final um, water reading for you. We take care of the smoke inspection. So we make sure that you have, we'll go through the house with you and say, well, by we, I mean Mary. Um, <laughs> you know, these are all like, this is the smoke detectors that you should have. We'll set up the appointment with the fire department. We'll go make sure that that's done. We just ask you to leave a check uh, to pay for that. And then we make sure that we have the certificate for the closing date because yeah. we need the certificate the final water reading generally we'd like to have that paid so it isn't interfering with any of the final numbers yeah and then all your personal items they need to be out of the house um and all the debris inside and outside of the house so that was a quick little synopsis on yeah that. <laughs> that was a quick little synopsis um but you are doing an open house today aren't I you am, yes so i'll be there today 11 to 1 where are you going to be i'm going to be at cushing trail mm -hmm. and uh the address there excuse me is 486 spring street is how you would get there um so if you put 486 spring street hansen into your gps you will find me down there today it's new construction 40 units uh 40 unit development brand new construction it is rough right now so that's what you will see um, but I can show you a layout and everything. So I have three bedroom units, two bedroom units, and then we're going to have like some two bedroom units with two car garage. There's an array of different yeah. things you can get. So prices, the base starts for the two bedroom, 1,900 square feet is 570. The base for the 2,200 and the 2,600 is uh, 630. And then you can add all the upgrades and things that you want. Yeah. And there's what, 40 units in there? 40 units yeah. in there. Yep. Yeah. So plenty of opportunity to find exactly what you're looking for yeah, um, so you're there today from, but you but tomorrow is a little bit different yeah right? tomorrow I'm 10 to 12 and the reason I'm doing that is because the Patriots are playing at yeah. one and everybody and wants dictate, to know who yeah. the starting quarterback is so I figured I wouldn't interfere with that mm -hmm. I don't have electricity I don't have walls so <laughs> um, we don't have walls but so we'll be there I certainly don't have a TV so I can't put the Patriots the game on you have exterior walls I have exterior <laughs> that's walls that's all I have so I'll be there today 11 to 1 I'll be there tomorrow 10 to 12 of course, you can anytime make an appointment. Uh, just call me, 781-294-4848, and I can uh, give you a private showing down there as well. Mary will be at Cochise Estates, which is um, if you put in Matacomet Road in West Bridgewater. Mary will be there today from 11 to 3, mm -hmm. and Kristen Howlett, um, who helps us out. She's a full-time real estate agent here, and usually your sidekick on Tuesdays yeah. uh, with the radio show. She will be there tomorrow from 11 to three yeah. so um she'll be doing the open houses there yeah so open houses there every single weekend 11 yeah. to 3 and from 5 to 7 on yeah. wednesday nights so and are we the only ones doing open houses so the only i want to tell you about a coming soon so oh, yeah. i have a three-bedroom cape coming up in pembroke and our starting price i believe is going to be 589 it is beautiful it so is i got a little you, sneak peek yeah the if other you day. want some info on that give me a call 781-294-4848 and i have another two-bedroom coming up in halifax and that's probably going to be about 375 so yeah um yeah if you want the know you have to get in touch with us 781-294-4848 yeah bostonconnect.com to find all of our contact information thank you so much tim oh you're welcome always yes. a pleasure. yeah enjoy the rest of your day enjoy the rest thank of your you. day everybody we'll be yes. back tuesday night 6 15 to 7 all right everybody have a great one bye-bye would you be mine could you be mine 
I have always wanted to have a neighbor just like you. I've always wanted to live in a neighborhood with you. So let's make the most of this beautiful day. Since WATTD FM Marshfield, WBMS Brockton. 